Good evening and welcome to another live broadcast, my three times a week live show, Dazed and Confused, where I chat to you about social media and about video. How are you diddling? Excellent. Me too. Thank you very much for asking. Today we are going to be celebrating St. Patrick's Day. I don't have a pint of the black stuff or anything really Irish. I've got a coffee, but... um. Not, not even an Irish coffee. Um, but anyway, today we are going to talk about St. Patrick and what he is for legend most well known for. Um, although, actually, if you read into it, he possibly didn't actually do what he's well known for. Uh, but this evening, that's what we're going to be talking about because, well, he's well known for removing the snakes from Ireland. How does that work with social media? We'll talk about that in just a second. The Social Media Podcast with Simon Scholes. Tips, hints, and great content ideas. First things first, though, who am I to tell you anything? Well, I'm Simon Scholes. I'm the founder and creative director of Perception Studios. We're an award-winning visual marketing agency. We're based in the UK, and we help brands and businesses globally create content that really helps them stand out on social media. Now, that could be video, animation, aerial work, photography, graphics, all sorts of stuff. However, a few years ago, it became very obvious to me that not every brand and business was necessarily in a position to spend money on having content created on a regular basis. But we all know to be consistent on social media is what really helps with organic growth. And I wanted to help these people as much as I possibly could do. So I sat down and went through a process that I'd used myself. Um, I've used it with clients. I've spoken about it on stage. And I turned that process into a book, which I called How to Nine Times Your Social Media. And that is everything from content planning all the way through to podcasting and a whole bunch of stuff that goes on in between that's really, really useful for your brand and for your business on social media. And that's what these lives are about. It's what my content's about all the time. It's about what you can do as a brand, as a business, as an individual for free. My second favorite four-letter word in the entire world. Uh, so good evening to you. If you are just joining us tonight, we are live on Twitter tonight, on YouTube, on Facebook, and on Instagram as well. So thank you very much for uh, joining us today. And um, United Visuals have joined us. and They've uh, got a Guinness and a live, pro live broadcast. Perfect. Perfect combination. Absolutely. Uh, so today, like I say, we're talking about St. Patrick's Day um, and the fact that he is world-renowned for being the man who drove the snakes out of Ireland. Now, obviously, today's a, an opportunity for the Irish to celebrate, be proud of the fact that they're Irish. I want to take that element of snakes a little bit further down the line into social media because snakes is kind of another name for a troll, isn't it? So I want to give you my three things that I try and work by when somebody is trying to troll my content because, well, trolls can be a bit of a nightmare. Trolls are one of the reasons why a lot of people won't even create content in the first place, why they won't post anything. Perfection's another reason. Not having any ideas is another reason. Those two things can, can be battled, but that thought process of somebody potentially being a troll or wanting to troll your content, you can't really get over that. But there are things that you can do. There are things that I do that I find work quite nicely, and uh, hopefully maybe you can find they'll work quite well. Um, and yeah, maybe you can move on and start creating some content for your brand and for your business. Um, so the, the main thing I think that you need to remember about trolls is they're trolling for a reason. Now, they're either trying to get you to buy or what have you, but what you've got to remember is they're sat there watching your piece of content. Now, whether your content's good or bad, whatever, they're sat there watching your content. So you have to take into consideration, number one, they're watching your content. 
So they're giving you a viewing figure, which is awesome in its own right. Then they've watched your piece of content and they've hated it so much they've taken time out of their day to watch the whole thing and then leave you a comment about how shit it is. The thing is, is that YouTube or Facebook or Instagram or wherever that piece of content is actually posted, they don't recognize good and bad. They just recognize a comment. So if you can get the troll into some sort of conversation, two-way conversation, then all they're seeing is comments constantly happening on your piece of content. So they help that piece of content get seen by more people because the algorithm sees that it's getting interacted with a lot. So number one, look at when the trolls are looking at your content, look at it as interaction. But there's three ways I think that you can deal with trolls. And some of them are things that I would do and other things that I probably wouldn't. But here's number one. So number one is you can kill them with kindness. This is something I do myself because the person who is taking their time out of their day to leave you such a hateful comment about how rubbish your piece of content is, they must be having a really bad day. They must have something really bad in their day, their life, whatever it might be, to take their time out to watch your content and then tell you how rubbish it is. Because if I think something's not very good, I'll switch it off. I won't watch it till the very end and then make sure that they know that I think it was rubbish. That's not my place to do that. And in fact, anybody who puts content out has put effort into it of some sort, maybe not a lot for some people and more for others, but still they've taken the time to put that content out. So actually me telling them that it's crap, that's not really fair. So I don't, that's not just in my mindset. So a troll must be in a really bad place to do that. Now, for me, what I will do is somebody trolls my piece of content, I will go back to them and I will try and kill them with kindness by the fact that I will go back to them and ask them why they thought it was rubbish or just talk to them and find out what it is that they've got an issue with or what have you. But try and draw more out of them. Get, Like I said, get them into that level of conversation, which, number one, will really help your content get found by more people because the algorithm is seeing interaction in your content. But also... Maybe there's a way around turning around the, the, the trolls. I've not turned every troll around, but most of the people who've trolled my content, I've been able to kind of turn around and look at other stuff that I've put out or actually found the issues in the first place. And I'm not saying I've made their lives better, but I've helped them realize that actually maybe it's not my content that's the issue at the time. Um, so yeah, try and kill them off with kindness. That interaction is really going to help your content. Um, now, you can just ignore them completely. That is tip number two that a lot of people will say. Ignore them, block them, then they can't get on your content again. For me, because I want to have that conversation with them, because I want to actually draw them into a conversation and increase the interaction on my content, I don't go that route. But if you are somebody who is completely against the idea of actually engaging with them, then you can completely ignore them. You can just... Ignore them, block them. They'll never see your content again. They'll never come up on your content again. They'll never troll you again, all that kind of thing. In fact, some platforms, especially YouTube, you can set up specific words that people might use within their actual comments that will stop the comment being posted automatically and you have to approve those comments before they're actually posted on your content. Some of the channels I've worked with in the past, million plus subscribers, They've kind of put these words in, number one, because they want to kind of appease their younger audience and the people who allow their younger audience to watch their videos, but also they want to stop those trolley comments potentially getting posted straight away. 
And if there's a, an argument back to that trolley comment, they'll post it and then they'll respond. But if there's not, then that, at least that comment hasn't been posted on your content. So you could, if you wanted to, using tools like that on, on YouTube, you could set up certain words so comments don't get posted onto your content automatically with those words included. It doesn't necessarily work on all platforms. Facebook don't allow it. Uh, LinkedIn doesn't have that. Vimeo doesn't have that. Instagram doesn't have that. But that, that option is out there for you. But like I said, point number three is something I've already mentioned. And I want you to remember that the algorithm doesn't recognize good and bad. All it recognizes is interaction. It doesn't recognize if somebody gives you a thumbs down or a thumbs up. It doesn't recognize if somebody puts an angry face on a comment or a happy face on a comment on, on Facebook, it just recognizes interaction. So if somebody commenting and thumbsing down or what, just remember that it is still interaction with your content. You are still getting that interaction, which is really important. And point number three, I think is the most important thing because actually rather than hating the trolls, it can turn your mindset to actually, you know what? The more trolls are better because I can draw them into a conversation, I can get more interaction on my content. And in fact, you know what? I actually really love trolls because they give me a good laugh because you know what? My content's great. I'm a voice of authority. I know what I'm talking about. They don't have a clue. And they're getting better interaction on my content. And if you get yourself into that mindset, you can also add into that, that actually the trolls leaving all these comments, your interaction's going up, but they're probably not even your ideal customer. They're not your avatar. They're not your niche audience. So what difference does it make? You're getting them to watch your content. You're getting them to interact with you. And they're not even the person that you're trying to talk to. They're not even your niche audience. But the algorithm, again, doesn't recognize that. All it recognizes is interaction. Let's push it out a bit further. Interaction, let's push it out a bit further. And what it does is push it out to your subscription base. Because remember, whenever you post a piece of content, I'm live right now on Instagram, I know there's more people than they've actually fed my video to online right now. I know I have 6,000 subscribers on YouTube, but not all 6,000 of them will have been told I've gone live. I know I have 2,500 on Twitter, but I know not 2,500 people will have been told I've gone live. When I go live on on LinkedIn, I have over 7,000 connections on LinkedIn, most of which are my niche avatar, but I know most of them won't get told. Well, what the algorithm does is it feeds out to like 5 or 10% of your audience. If it sees people liking it, it feeds out a bit further and then a bit further and then a bit further and so on and so forth. So don't worry about trolls. On St. Patrick's Day, I'm going to say don't worry about snakes because you can drive the snakes out of your content slowly but surely. But actually, are they such a bad thing? Probably not in the grand scheme of things, which is why I want you to learn to love trolls. If you've got them, embrace them, kill them with kindness, whatever it is you want to do, but keep them on your content. You, you want them there. You, you want them to be interacting. As long as they're not being truly hateful and truly awful and saying some, like, personal stuff and they're just kind of hating on your content so be it if they're getting a bit personal bit them off but if they're just hating on your content what difference does it make you've got to live by that ethos it's none of your business what anybody else thinks of you and just keep putting that content out keep giving your voice of authority to your avatar to your niche they're not your niche they're just going to help your content reach your niche
Okay, right, I'm going to leave that there. I don't think I've got any questions coming in, but good evening to well, – we've got quite a few people on Instagram. Hello to Syat Media, um, MJ Neal, Rosie's joined us, Jack Saunders, United Visuals, um, Official Miss. Loads of people have joined us on there, so thank you very much for joining us. And we've got a bunch of people on Facebook and on YouTube as well, so thank you guys for joining me too. Um, I will see you again on Friday when I'll be back again for a daytime episode of Days and Confused. But until then – have a great St. Patrick's Day. If you have got a glass of Guinness or something Irish in your hand right now, go ahead and enjoy that. And I will see you on Friday, some point during the day. But until then, as always, if you're brand new to this content, please do hit the subscribe button. Uh, and if you hit subscribe, especially on YouTube and Facebook, you can hit the notification bell so you never miss out on another live episode ever again. And you can keep getting this value in your inbox every single time I go live. But until Friday... Please continue to stay safe in these crazy times. We're almost out of them, kind of. Maybe, who knows? Anyway, we're, we're almost there. Uh, but until next time, stay safe and have a good one. I'll see you soon. Bye. This was a Perception Studios production.